It's the safest well, thing. That's what I grew up on, basically. <laughs> that was the cure to everything. Mom, there's no food in the fridge. There's ice. We, no, we wouldn't have ice all the time. But uh, there's water. And the outside hose might be colder than the inside hose because we didn't even have a sink. We drank out of the hose. Yeah, but we had an inside hose. You had a faucet. Yeah, I did have a faucet. No, I'm just kidding. We had a faucet. I just wanted to sound cooler. Yeah, you know, have that come up story. We had a hose in the house. <laughs> we, we had, had a, a rain collector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. I had a bullfrog. <laughs> just licked him when you were thirsty. <laughs> yeah, we just licked the frog. Hammy <laughs> Gary. I thirst. Episode three of Adversity Kings. We basically did this already, but we had to restart. Started to like freak out. Is that going to be picked up? (laughs) So we're in the office. We got our podcast studio in our office, but episode three, Adversity Kings. I was just telling Connor I'm going to stop saying probably the name of the podcast. I, I have no idea. Either the name of the podcast, introducing it, you know, uh, as myself as the host, Tristan Klavik. But I also, I don't know. You know what I mean? We're three episodes in. We've got our next guest here, a co-worker. And like I was saying before, kind of like a brother to me over these short, but I was, I was, I was saying these very long two years as well. So... Uh, we work in the financial services industry, and I don't know, for any of you that are entrepreneurs, uh, you work commission-based or, you know, in, in some way, shape, or form, you're pursuing something, and, and you, you kind of get around individuals, and it feels like the days are endless, but the years, they do go by pretty quick. But Connor, uh, he's from Nebraska, and uh, I don't know, is this your first podcast you've ever been I've on? I've never been on a podcast before. Oh, yeah, yeah. so this is his first is podcast. First. From Nebraska. We met in Nebraska. So met in Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, you grew up in Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha. Yeah. So mom and dad met Omaha. And yep. How did that come come about? Like, how did they meet and everything like that? So my uh, one of my childhood, still one of my best friends to this day, um, his mom dated my dad in college. Yeah. And then her and my mom became close friends. My mom was a hairdresser and uh, she then introduced my mom to my dad. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So That's our dope. families have always been super close growing up. And then he was in the, what all, was he in the military? No. So what all did he do again? He just was the smartest kid I ever knew. You know, yeah. he was, he was, he went on and he was going to be in med school and then he was going to be a chef for a bit um, and your then dad. he kind of got into IT. We're talking about your dad, right? Oh, no. Sorry. I thought we were talking about uh, my buddy. But um, no, my dad, he was just a salesman. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I remember you saying. Now, what was he a salesman for? He did a little bit of everything, but he eventually wound up managing a Saul's jewelry and loan. Okay. Managing or owning. Like, details are fuzzy. Okay. But. And then when did he, he passed away. So when did he pass away? So he passed away from lung cancer when I was nine. Ah, or no, ten. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you were ten. Young. And yeah. then your sister, she younger or older? Sister's twenty six. Twenty six. So she's she's a few years younger. Yeah. Than so she was or like twenty seven s- now. Twenty seven. She was like seven. Yeah, real yeah. young. Yep. And then the difference, Elliot. He's so that's my half brother, yeah. and he just turned seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool yeah. Cool. Got a little spread. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then in addition to that, like I, I was thinking, you know, with, with some of these episodes, I like to just start kind of like with the past and like work my way up to like the current. But I was thinking like, what is like some of the memories for you, like growing up in your life? Like what were some of the funnest, like what are some of the funniest things you can remember growing up that like you got to experience like things you're like, damn, dude, like, like that's hilarious. Or like, that's nuts. Ah, um, I don't know. My mom was always real creative. I remember one time uh, she like organized this picnic outside and she was using like I remember like we had some neighbor neighbor kids over and she was bringing out all these like large quantities of really weird food, man, like stuff you wouldn't normally eat. Like, yeah. And uh, and then just like like mashed potato, like everyone likes mashed potatoes, but like just other weird stuff. And uh we all sit down and we're all kind of looking at it. And she was like, so are you guys wondering why I brought you outside? And we were kind of like, well, to eat. And she goes, kind of. And then she proceeds to take a big handful and just threw it right at my sister's face. Just, and we had a food fight, massive old food fight in the backyard. So that was fun. Just little stuff like that. I remember, uh, I don't know if this is going to be okay to be on the podcast. It was kind of a little, little self-depreciating. But we were uh, on the trampoline. We had a trampoline in the backyard. And we were all out there, me and my sister and my mom. And, uh, you know, she had two, three kids. You know, women change a little bit. And so she's bouncing up and down, and, and uh, she's like, Peter Pants. And so, like, we were all laughing. We all thought it was funny. And then, like, we felt bad because she wanted to get off. We wanted to keep playing, so we all peed our pants on the trampoline. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, family bonding. What about as you got older, like, middle school, high school? Like, what funny things can you remember like what are some of like those memories where like dude that's a crazy story that's hilarious i mean a lot of that's kind of a lot of concussions since then man it's all a little fuzzy what was like your biggest like concussion then when did you really get rocked really rocked uh i used to race motocross um there was one race where i got i had to jump i had to bail off the bike off this jump and when i fell on my head you know time slows down even though you're moving fast and you kind of was thinking i was like okay i'll just kind of tuck and roll you know i was like they do it in the movies all the time people tuck and roll from like the top of a skyscraper i'll be fine and i just kind of tucked and bah, face planted yeah cracked my helmet in half cracked vertebrae in my neck was extremely concussed um that was probably probably my worst one or my first one I was in seventh grade, and this girl's name was Brittany. Brittany was just a big, like, like an Amazon, just like a big girl, like, but like not thick, just like just big. And we were playing floor hockey in the gym, so like you're playing with like a little round ball. Yeah. And she, the ball went towards the corner of the wall, and uh, most gyms have like padded walls, and ours did, but like the bottom like two feet weren't padded, and uh, she like checked me going after this ball and I tripped and went face first like into that bottom two feet and like I was out for a couple minutes <laughs> and then I was hit in the head uh with a brick at a party one time that was probably my worst concussion yeah I mean all of these sound like they've been your worst they were all bad yeah, yeah every single one has been your worst I've had a lot I got kicked in the head by a, by horse. a horse yeah yeah so mine is the worst but uh <laughs> yours are great yeah great is the enemy of Good. Good is the enemy of great. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. So, next, what are some of, like, the worst memories? Like, getting in trouble, I guess, more or less. You know what I mean? Getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Remember your mom kicked you out a few times? Yeah, yeah. I've been kicked out of my house a couple times. Um, yeah, got in a lot of trouble, rebelled a lot after my dad and brother. Yeah. You know? So I had an older brother who passed yes. when I was nine, the yep. year before. Um, you know, I got into all of it, drugs. And he passed. How did he pass again? He was murdered. Yes. Yep. And well, how was that again? Like, was it like... Like the full story? I guess kind of. Okay. So he, uh, a lot of my family at the time, like I had an aunt, um, some cousins, and then him that all worked kind of through Saul's Jewelry and Loan. Yeah. It's a pawn shop, you know? So, I mean, it's not like a jewelry store. You know, it's a pawn shop. You got those yeah. you know, pawn shop people and stuff. Hey, let, let me see my phone if we're going to, if you're getting out, please. And uh, he worked there and he got into meth and a lot yeah. of stuff early on. And uh, there was a, uh, the details again kind of escaped me, but basically a lady came in and she was either like returning or buying like a computer or something from the store. Yeah. And uh, there was a disagreement on the price or the, like the return policy. And, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those like the customers always right yeah. kind of deal. And the manager basically came out and like embarrassed Josh in front of the customer and, yeah. and did that whole thing. Well, whenever you're working with like a pawn shop, you have to sign off on it basically. Yeah. So like they, you put your address, fingerprint in case it's like stolen goods. Yeah. And so he, you know, had that information. So him and a guy went and broke into that lady's house and they were either stealing the stuff back or I don't know what they were broke into the lady's house. Well, Josh got caught and the other guy didn't. And, uh, you know, Josh ended up doing a little time and, uh, basically kind of got released, was just being good behavior, really was turning his life around, um, got clean and was working back at Saul's and evidently word got out that he was, you know, kind of getting it all back together. And this guy I'm assuming was probably high and uh, thought that he had like snitched or something to like get out on good time or whatever the case may have been. And Josh was closing up, was in getting into his car, walking out to the car. And evidently the guy walked up on the driver's side behind him and shot him through the back window. So actually he didn't die then. He, yeah. he, did, die, he did die twice. He died twice. They pronounced him dead twice. They did resuscitate him. He was a full-on paraplegic, did the whole breathing tube. Yeah. You know? uh, and then... Three months after that, maybe, um, his respirator, his uh, mm. deal fell out of his throat overnight and he ended up suffocating. Suffocating. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. So, um, no, yeah, I mean, I got into all of the bad stuff. You know, I got into drugs, uh, you know, started drinking little, got into some guns at an early age. Yeah. That, that got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I remember you actually took one to school or something. I did. Yeah, I yeah. stole it. And then I took it to school. Not to like... Yeah, that was not one, to, like, one of the times your mom kicked you out. Yeah, uh, just more so like I wanted to be a gangster and gangsters had guns and yeah, thought I'd be cool. Do you ever get in like a shootout or anything? No. no you're not a real gangster. No, not a real one. Yeah, not a real gangster. I could have been, but no. I, I wasn't. It wasn't yeah. the path for me. Yeah, not a real gangster. C-dub wasn't the life. Connor, yeah. Connor White for me. Yes, so not a real gangster. I'm sorry. <laughs> Omaha has some... some uh, some history though. Yeah. Omaha definitely has some history. It's so an that's interesting a little bubble. That's a lot. And and you know, from that nine to eleven range, what was the craziest drug you ever did? Like what, what like uh uh Dilaudids. So I won't mention who who was helping me out or doing any of that with me. Is it just a pill? So it's a painkiller. And, and is it more powerful than like it's like what oxycontin. They give you from surgeries? It's Isn't, like oxycontin. Yeah. It's more powerful than oxycontin. Yeah, but 
They probably well, give it to you from surgery. So the, the difference is how I took it. Uh, I actually injected it. They call that slamming, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I tried that. Um, that was, I was, I consider anything that you're injecting pretty hardcore probably. Um, yeah, I mean, what did, what did you feel? You know, Sam that's did, a freight Sam train. I can, ayahuasca. I can absolutely. Yeah. Sam did some ayahuasca, little different. He did K2. Also. Um, well, I think everyone who was born in the nineties did K2 at some point. I never did K2. You were like a 2000 baby though, aren't you? No, 98. Oh, I'm a nineties like baby. No, Sam's 97. I don't think you claim that. Yes. You're more like a 2000s. That's all right. So you're slammed and you feel like a freight train. Like, I can just see how people get addicted to it. And I do have an addictive personality, yeah. but manageable to a degree. You know, it's a <clears throat> addiction to a degree is a mindset. Um, I understand that there's a chemical side. but Yeah, yeah, I would um, agree with that. I but think I think a large yeah. portion before it gets there is a mindset. Yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah, I can see how people get addicted. It wasn't even... I didn't even have the thing out of my arm before it was like... So is it a, like where you felt down or did you get like... Uh, both. I had a, I had a painkiller. I had an opiate problem Yeah. all throughout high school. Um, I had a... Blew my shoulder out um, wrestling and playing rugby. And uh, that was my first experience with painkillers, with narcotics. And... Uh, yeah, it got real addicting real quick. I went through I don't my... Understand. See, I don't understand that because I remember having surgeries and never getting addicted to the painkillers they prescribed. I wouldn't say like addicted. Eh, uh, I never I even mean, felt like anything. I just felt like I didn't feel the pain. Oh, see, I just felt like euphoric. Like for me, it gave me energy. Uh, it made me feel good. See, there's something wrong with me though because I, I like well, that's, come yeah. off as like I'm like <laughs> like on something, but I'm I'm just naturally like very high energy. You know, I can get away with little to no sleep break it up throughout the day if it need be but even then like my spurts of energy are like what the what the fuck you yeah when you see 11 or you well, know, that's what i'm saying more like a, like a 2000s yeah maybe yeah. whatever so so those are nuts mm. was that your craziest experience with drugs or did you have like a like so a lot of people was like yo yeah, I, acid I, like, was I pretty like cool a bad when it's edible or something. You told me, you, you said that you were out for like four days or something. Yes. Yeah, dude. It was very scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like never, that, ha never had anything like that, that happen. That was a like a, thank God, because being so young and, and you start to, you know what I mean, explore and get around the wrong crowd like we were. And I was like, scared of everything. Like barely smoked a little bit. And then we, we had these edibles agreed, me and my best friend and sleep over at his house. And we take it, we eat a cookie and go to bed. And I wake up and like I can't see out of my eyes. <laughs> and it's just like, see, I don't. People tell me these stories with, dude, with weed, edibles, and stuff, and it, I've just I've never. It was just colors, and this is scary. You gotta let me get through this. Colors and like lines. The worst part is like I could feel the, like my skull was just empty. I could like feel like it was almost like I was looking in, but it was like like a cracked up like red light you know what i mean like in my eyes a bunch of red and orange and everything and it just sounded like imagine being at like uh orchestra like with all the instruments like a symphony mm -hmm. and then just falling down this long cave and clinging sounds and like banging. other drugs dude that's and here's <laughs> where it gets you know crazier so it's like i don't know why and i, I was pissed because i was like bro which one did you take because you were cool you know what i mean right. like 
This what? man just ate the regular cookie. Yeah, he's he like, let's see what happens with this meth cookie. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, he, he had a regular cookie. There was he baking regular, soda and sugar he, in that. Yeah, bro, facts. And so, and my mom, God bless her, dude, like fucking General Lee when it came to school. You know what I mean? Like, I had to beg for the sleepover. And she calls... She calls my mom called my boy's mom and she's like, make sure he gets to school. My boy his mom, nice as hell. Like, like they like grew like grew up just nice, dude. Like, like every time I would be over, she would like come up the stairs with a hot plate of cookies and like milk, like Italian family. So everything's homemade, bro. Like they grow the chocolate chips just right out back, <laughs> dog. Like everything's homemade. Like pancake trees, but like <laughs> bacon trees, like everything dude like everything and uh and so she comes in and he's like yeah i don't want to go he's like okay honey you want the cookies <laughs> you know what i mean like how'd mom take that and my mom called her and was like yo make sure you get the fuck to school <laughs> and uh and she drives me to school in their work van so they own a restaurant italian restaurant and i'm in the back like there's like no cedars i don't know dude i'm like rolling around but when i go to get out of bed i can't fully extend my back and for some reason, it felt like, you know, have you ever seen people with, uh, what's the glaze over their eye? They got like uh, a, glaucoma. Glaucoma. Like imagine a very bad glaucoma. That's what it felt like over my eyes. So the colors were gone, but it was just like a bland. Like it was, I could, like it was blurred out. Like my eyes were not focusing. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's an edible. Yeah. No, my eyes were not focusing at all, dude. I was like. Like imagine that as a look through my eyes. I don't have to imagine. <laughs> no, I have to, I don't. That shit was so I can't extend all the way up. She's like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I walk into school and people are like, oh my like, you know what I mean? Like and and I was like, yo, I gotta go straight to the nurse. I just told him I had the flu. You know what I mean? And I I don't even know what I said to him, honestly. Like I literally do not I just remember the colors and sounds, really, when up to this point. And all I know is probably one of my little girlfriends like walked me to the to the nurse. You know what I mean? Because I always had like, I always had girls. You know what I mean? And there's some girl where I was like, you know, just to like be like my my shorty. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, like do the homework, do any type of communication. Oh, see, it sounds like yeah, I wasn't. <sighs> girls didn't like me in high school, really. Yeah, I wasn't no. in high school. Sucked. I honestly, I hated. I ran, high school. I ran it up. Yeah, yeah no, I mean me. like even though like I only had one friend. We like low key. I feel like kind of ruled it at the same time because we were so like bad. You know what I mean? Like the reason like we weren't like because we were kind of in a whiter school and we hung out with well me being black. You know what I mean? And like, but he's an Italian kid. But we were in like the ghetto. You know what I mean? We were always in the ghetto, like in the gangs. You know what I mean? So like, I guess we were the ghetto of of our school in a way. Kind of, I guess was the rich ghetto, and I was just actually broken ghetto. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> But we're, yeah, so I get to school, get to the nurse, blackout, get woken up, and I'm in my grandma's car, and all I hear her and her raggedy voice, and she's like, just all white grandma, like, are you on chemicals? Are chemicals? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, flu. You know what I mean? Can't see, see her. I black out again. I'm in my bed, and this is 8 a.m., like, this is 9 a.m., and I get, I get a call from my boy at 4 p.m. I wake up, and I could, I could see, you know what I mean? Like, Ah, Hallelujah. I was like, fuck, I can see. But now I get to work feeling all right, just really groggy, like almost like I can't move, like a zombie. Like I feel like the life, 
Like, dude, like, like you're well, moving through. I'm mud. telling you, yes. I don't know what the fuck that is, but that was horrible. And uh, get to work. I'm the dishwasher, and 30 minutes into it, and I'm start sweating, and it ain't hot out, and I start sweating, and sweating, and then I start throwing up, and then when I, by the time I get home, I'm shaking, as if I'm cold, but I'm sweating, and throwing up. Sounds like the oil sweats. Yeah, that or like I've heard of like, like people like OD and like or, yeah withdrawals yeah. and like doing like real. And so I'm like, and then as I got older, I'm like, dude, could have just popped I mean? into a seizure. Anyway. Yeah, somebody put like everything in that. You, know you probably I mean? just like, went into the medicine cabinet. and was like, <laughs> yeah, dude, like somebody put everything in that. Like grandma's whole week, yep. Monday through Sunday, just yep. swiped. Like holy hell, they called that a wheat cookie. Yeah, that that was. Dude, that was one of the worst experiences ever, ever. Horrible. Yeah, I've never. That was horrible. All my all my drug related experiences, are, for the most part, have always been. Would you ever go do ayahuasca? Yeah, I liked acid. Do you think it's? I don't think it's a more extreme version of acid. Like, I mean, I don't know. You talk to Sam. I mean, we could pull him up on the podcast. He could talk, but. Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk to him about it. But we, he, I mean, uh, you, we've all listened to enough Rogan to have a general idea yeah. of like it's some Amazonian like. Well, it's it's root. it's it's very just. I think it's a lot of like it. You look, yeah, you internalize quite a bit. I think with acid, it's more of like a outward thought process. I was um, going to try to sell that. Whereas yeah. like ayahuasca is more of like an internal, like reflection, like inner demons, like inner inner uh, reflections. Yeah, you know stuff like that. I feel like it's more of a heavy ordeal, whereas acid's more of like a. Yeah, I, I was trying to get in, into moving that when I was so young, like middle school. Ayahuasca? Like, no, acid. You were an ayahuasca like, dealer. I got ripped off. No, somebody <laughs> sold me a paper and told me to cut it up into tabs, and I was like, like tried. To, I was just so gave scared. You a and sticky I was like, note. I was like, yeah, dude. And <laughs> I'm like looking. I'm like, what the fuck. I was like idiot to myself, but um, so where where were we? Ayahuasca. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would do something like that. For a long time growing up, like the whole psychedelic scene scared me. Yeah, because like I you always hear about the like brain cells or something stuck. or yeah. You know, parents, because I was making a face today earlier, just talking to myself like I always do, and I'm like making like a stupid face. You know what I mean? I'm just pretending to like be very weird <laughs> but but and i just pictured it in the back of my mind you know parents are always like make that face make that face get stuck. stuck like that i'm like and i'm just thinking to myself you liar <laughs> i'll make this face all day i'm just sitting there like i don't know where i was today i don't know what i was doing but i'm just like making this face <laughs> and i'm just like they fucking lied well, there's so many <laughs> not my parents <laughs> Fucking, you know, they lied about this Dumb too. Broke bitches. Yeah, like, stupid. <laughs> lied about this. Sitting there with my face looking, and uh, and I'm now I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, you know, maybe they lied about these drugs too, because that's what that's a r real reason why I, I, you know, obviously didn't touch anything or do anything like that. It was because I was like, my parents were like, death, 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 right. death. <laughs> like show me a picture of somebody like blown in half, <laughs> weed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like, <laughs> come to find out, like, touch it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm alive. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, 12 years old, like, oh, God, fuck. You should touch me. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. 
So funny, crazy. What was like some? What was like your favorite like childhood? More. I don't really care about the childhood. What about actually what childhood movie? Like childhood movie? Like childhood movie? Godzilla. Godzilla. Was it the one? Hands down. Well, where it, they had like the Godzilla babies. Well, I saw those two. Baby yeah, I, want, I like that one. The baby ones in there, and they were like fucking shit up. They were like dinosaurs, basically. Like well, they velociraptors. Were, they were the. Are you thinking of Jurassic Park? No, I know that separately. Trust me, right. I would never mix that up. I was gonna say that next. Is Jurassic Park was Jurassic one of my Park favorite movies. Yes. That that series, like I would never disrespect that. And okay. honestly, I think it's the Worrisome. second. The second, uh, obviously, the OG ones are fire. Which you know ones? I mean? The original Jurassic Parks. Oh not the, yeah. I'm not. I like both. I like the new and the, and the old ones. But the old ones, you can't... Well, the like, old ones are, like, ahead of their time. Yeah. Like, if you can go back and watch those, and they still look... Do you remember the scene in the second movie, I believe it is, where the little uh, lizard that frills up spit and spits oh, in the, the dude's face? Dude. dude, that dude reminds What's his me. name? Bro, is he I'm, still let's alive, call, let's call he him. Die? He was in another. He was in that movie with... Uh, what's the black dude with the huskies? Uh, y'all didn't have the black version of the Scooby-Doo movies and shit like me, bro? <laughs> I mean, are you talking about like the Jamaican What's bobsled the team? Yeah, the black dude with the Jamaican. No, wait, no, the black dude with the husky bobsled team. With the, the, hu- black, <laughs> the, bobsled, the husky, the husky. I don't know. What? It, what's his name? Yeah, dude. Some people aren't here gonna know. They're gonna know for sure. But but this dude, you know, we're talking right now, and he reminds me of Brennan. About Jurassic Park, the one that gets his space <laughs> lizard spits in his face Reminds and eats you him. Of Brennan? <laughs> yeah, that's like Brennan coming to my office and I'm that lizard. But he asks me a dumb question and I'm like, <laughs> and just start ripping, <laughs> start being a sh- <laughs> I can't stand the dumb questions. I think maybe that's probably the hardest parts of probably the entrepreneurship and as you move into leadership and your responsibility transitions from just yourself people don't realize like you make a lot more money when you move into to successful legitimate leadership mm-hmm. but at the cost of your entire life yes dumb questions 24 7 but the grace and patience evolves over time when you reflect and be like man i asked just as much if oh, not yeah. more oh yeah and i still do i'm like dude like i'm like is when I want to freak out on people with dumb questions, I'm like, how many dumb questions have I asked my mentor, Simon? And he didn't freak out. I don't think he's ever, I think he yelled at me once. It was like my first day, too. <laughs> I was like in the field. How I was think, that one? I don't know. I was like in the field door knocking. I think I like texted him something. And I was like, I was probably stupid. I was probably like, should I door knock with my right or my left hand? Because I was so eager. You know how he, like you're like so on fire and passionate when you start a new opportunity or you're on that, like you just start asking anything like, like for somebody you look up to, you're just like, Yo, should I open the door with my foot or my hand? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Open the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like, hey, come on, focus. Don't worry about that stupid ass shit. And he kind of called me the next day. And this time, he was like, this dude's genuine as hell. He was like, hey, man, if I snapped earlier, that's that's just I'm very passionate. You know what I mean? But I was like a couple couple weeks in. So for him to reach back out with 400, 500 employees, at that point, I was like, damn. But you realize as you go further in business and in leadership, that same grace that was extended to you, you want to extend to others as we go on all these tangents. But I thought of that in addition to our dinosaurs. And your favorite childhood movie was Godzilla. But what about middle school and like high school? Was it still Godzilla? Well, I mean, they kind of they kind of quit making the movies after that. They came out with that Godzilla 2000, which was Dude, that Godzilla horrible. versus Mecca was good. But yeah, but that was not... 
You're talking about the most recent one? Yeah. Well, yeah, those are great movies, but those didn't come out until like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. One was like eight years ago. But that's a great movie. Yeah, those were great. No, what about uh, middle school and high school for you? Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm... Probably Fight Club. No, that's my sister's favorite movie. Ah, oh, that was Sam's favorite fight, movie. Yeah, Fight wondering. Club. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Probably... Probably like 300 at the time. I think that was probably one of my favorite movies growing up. And then... Yeah. Uh, Troy, always another one. Yeah, it was one of my favorite. I'm surprised. Sherlock cause... Holmes were great movies. Loved those. Yeah, those are okay. Yeah. So what about like now? What would you say is your favorite? Is there a top two or three? They're like, yo, these are it. I mean, honestly, right the now. newest Godzilla movie. Yeah. And then uh, I'd have to go back and look at movies I've watched. But I think like the one that's been the most memorable was probably the newest Godzilla movie. I was really obsessed. I don't know if you watch it. It's King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Oh, yeah. With, uh, what's the dude's name? From uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah, that's a great movie, too. Yeah. Yep. Very good it's, movie. I think it's him from Sons Is it? Some? Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. He plays Jax. Uh, Teller. Jackson yeah, Teller. I, he might. We got to just double check. I, I don't. Yeah, it was one of my favorite shows, I know. Yeah, no. You're doing good, but I don't know. That's Calm actually down. true. <laughs> Mr. In your left ear, in your out ear. Yeah, that actually is him. Yep, Alec Baldwin. That's not him. <laughs> that's that's the guy that murders people under the guise of. Dude, fake why top is he guns. getting so much like heat? Like, is there a conspiracy going on or something? I thought he accidentally shot this dude. He why did it, but, but he accidentally killed someone. I mean, why is that his fault? He didn't pick out the gun. No, but he's the one holding it or the prop. Well, no, they're it supposed should, to it shoot it. Go, yes, but there's not supposed to be a real fucking bullet in it. You think he put the real bullets in there? No. So why is he getting the hate? The person that built the gun and put the bullets in there should well, get the yeah, hate. Yeah, but he's the name. That's a, that's not fair. You know what I mean? This dude's got a whole family and everything. Like, Unless there's like some type of factual proof of like he plotted or arranged to have this director killed, he shouldn't be. I don't know. It's like any, you got a fam- you got a big old famous name and now you're linked to someone dying and... That's what's so horrible, too, is like nowadays is, you know, I'm not going to get too involved politically or, or put out my opinions on certain things. But it's like things that like that'll transpire years ago. And that doesn't justify your your thing to, to do something or say something absolutely morally wrong or just wrong in general. But like if if the roles were reversed and people made mistakes at, let's say, 1920. You know, and and then we're 30, 40 years old, kind of like this John Gruden incident going on right now with the, the head coach of the Raiders. He got fired, and I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, the and they say, thing. you know, racial, and so it's like, you know, me being mixed and all. It's like, I, I like how can I be 23 and not be like people have have, have made mistakes and, and made racial references to me? And it's like not the end of the world. Like, if anything, I could really care less. Like, how would you ever allow anything to define? And and it's not to take away from that. You know what I mean? Because people are going to be like, you're not real black. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're not, like, completely anti. What, like, what's, what's the word? Mon- uh, uh, starts with an M. Uh, dude, but I, it's just unfair. It's like, and then people get associated with something or, like, like this incident with, with, with Alec Baldwin, which I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just sharing my, from what I do know, I'm sharing my, my opinion on from from what I do know, because I, I I'm never gonna like as people as this grows and things and with people's opinions or whatever. I'm I'm not gonna be the one to argue. If anything, I'm gonna be open minded and be like, where am I wrong or what can I learn better? Like you know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna waste energy and sleep over it. But I do feel bad 
uh, for for lives that just get ruined. I see it's cause some people. I mean, I guess it's like karma. You deserve it. You know what I mean. You weren't changing your ways, but it's like, shit, dude. Some of these guys are in, and girls. It's like happened 20 years ago well it's like you look back i mean like i know you probably could look back and i mean if i was held accountable to this day of stuff that happened or that i was involved with or did younger i i wouldn't be here hell yeah that's that's for sure that's for sure so i mean you just kind of have to take them for who they are now and not like who they were i think that should be common sense but it's you know there's, there's a scarcity of that too so You okay? <laughs> you see that video, of Joe Biden? <laughs> Which, see, there's so many. There's you, this new video where he's just standing there like this. <laughs> it's every time he goes to speak, and then it's a whistle, wackle, wiggle. Every time uh, I get on TikTok live, freedom. Ha, freedom. <laughs> Every time I get on TikTok Live, and, and again, this guy's got a family. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, people know my, my faith and my beliefs and, and certain things like that. I love everybody. You know what I mean? Like, so me, me believing in, in what I believe, being a Christian and, and, and believing in Christ and everything, I'm not going to be one to judge. But I look at this dude and I'm just laughing because like, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, holy hell. And, and, and uh, you know, I, don't, I also don't want to get a bunch of. Well, how did he say he was a Christian, but he swears? I, I didn't say I was perfect. I, I got some beliefs, you know what I mean? So I'm not looking to, like, get, like, well, you're swearing and you're not wearing a purity ring above your crown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not in a gown. Uh, yeah, so I make mistakes, definitely, for sure. I'm going to talk about them, too. But about this, dude, he's standing here like this, and I'm thinking every time I get on, like, social media now, and if I do any type of live events, Half the comments are Let's Go Brandon. And come to find out, because I don't watch any TV, come to find out this Let's Go Brandon is uh, some big football game. I don't know who was playing college football, some huge game and, and something like that. And the story is basically is like the whole stadium starts shouting, like, fuck Joe fuck Biden. Joe Biden, yeah. Yeah. And, and a news reporter gets on and is like, well, great news for the president today. The game was phenomenal, and they were screaming, Let's Go Joe Biden or Let's Go Brandon. I think it was let's go brandon let's go brandon yeah. let's go brandon brandon out there whoever you are you're doing a great job they were cheering for you today buddy like they're so i, I didn't see it but yeah the way things it. just get so covered up or just completely like they disregard it it's like arguing with like everybody has that like one girlfriend that like you can't like argue with and you just say like yeah okay you know what i mean like like you pretty quickly learn in that relationship you're like I'm going to just so okay to shut her the hell up. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Yeah. Right? And it's like, with the way some of the like these these articles and, and social media and everything just portrays everything, it's like, it's so like, how are they just doing that girlfriend okay to just like evident facts? Like when I'm listening to like actual doctors and scientists speak of like things that are going on in the world right now, like a huge controversial topic is COVID. And it's like looking at like the death rate with it being like 0.002% or something like that. And then it's like, we need vaccines. It's like, well, where are the Ebola vaccines? Well, (laughs) and honestly, I think a lot of it now is like, you know, I, I, again, I'm not a politician. I don't know. I don't don't pretend to know anything really about it. Um, But in my opinion, uh, it's, you know, the government, it kind of has been operating on very like PC, like kind of behind the scenes level of how much yeah. they actually controlled you. And I think now 
the, the curtains kind of been dropped and they're they're realizing that they don't need to hide it they can tell you to fucking eat shit and stand upside down and rub yeah. each other's bellies and 90 percent of the population is going to do it because they were told you know so yeah. like i think there there's a there's a dividing line there's they're just kind of they don't care <laughs> because like they it does it like all the stuff like the epstein and all this stuff that's happened like they like aliens like they came out and were just like yeah that shit's real like we've been yeah we've been hiding it what but, aliens do you think exist oh uh, we, like, we don't have time ones? for this have you ever seen anything alien like mm-hmm. other than when you look down <laughs> or when you look in a mirror i guess yeah. <laughs> it's <that> acorn head <laughs> that extra cranial system <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of intelligence. I was a lot of no. brain they size. Say, they say when you brain break bones, size they rebuild stronger. You run into so many walls, putting your head through desks. I mean, that, that thing that has may have be... happened too, dude. Like I'm up there with concussions Dance. too. Up there with concussions. I'm seeing shapes right now. But <laughs> um, dang, dude, we went over the movies. That's one of my favorite things is the movies. That's something we bond over. Yeah, the movies, and that's actually. A, probably an easier way for me because I'm not really a big connector. You and I are really alike. You know what I mean? Like, it, I really, I've really worked on it a lot. I will say. I'm working that, on and it I think a lot. I've, I've told you a couple times, like, from the guy I met walking into that Lincoln office Shoot, dude. to who you are now, it's I feel just, like a grandpa. It's crazy. It's crazy, you know the mean? development that, and just, like, the change. We were like, next to that per- office. Just shut the lights off, coming with a paintball gun. Yeah, flamethrowers, <laughs> frogs, rolling. Everything, dude. Mats. <sighs> no, I don't know what the mats are. I don't know what mats are. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, dude, yeah, that, that shit was crazy. Lincoln went fast. All that went fast. That's this, this, this COVID whole and all thing this has shit. gone fast. It goes for the, the it's the like days the years are and quarters. Yes. yes, the days are are so slow, um, very long, but but the months and the years just yeah, it is it's it's nuts. I wonder where things will be five years. I think we were talking the other day, like my like thoughts on like, you know, I'm so uneducated when it comes to politics, and I really don't care to get too educated in it. You know, I, I understand it can affect and impact, you know, our business and finances and certain things like that. But I feel like there's that's, that might fall into some of my categories of delegation and just having <laughs> having other minds that are going to spend a significant amount of time, like educated in the news and politics where it's like, I just want to like get to work. Yeah. Points, like, yeah. Let me know what I need to do with our money and, you know, how to best serve the, the business and the people. But I wonder where things are going to be. Sometimes I, I could care less. You know what I mean? Like if shit went to shit. You know, like I watch enough of like Mike Rustin stories to like just like disarm a whole village. You know what oh, I mean? right. I mean, I love his shit. Yeah, <laughs> I love that's his a, shit. That's a, that's a camp. We had a camp in Lincoln. He's got a camp. Yes, dude. That's a camp. His that's camp, not an office. Dude. That's a camp. His camp, dude. I love it. I love it. He's always posting the stories. Son, you're nuts. And dude, <laughs> I, the thing is, I thought he made that up, Rustin. I thought you made that up. And I saw like, yeah, I saw like, I'm like, no, dude, I'm like reading like, like a, like a consistent, like like stoic, like one of the stoic books and certain things that I read with that gives like different, like, uh, excerpts from like these, these philosophers and certain things like that. And the freaking thing literally word for word was just what he had, what he had quoted. And I'm like, these geniuses posted this and said this and, and he's just repeating it. Um, and I was like. 
What the fuck? I saw him. He was eating. I love this, it. The beef the liver beef today. Liver. I, Raw. And then he just he just put that ostrich what milk. It? What was he drinking? Ostrich milk. It was just, an ostrich milk. Yeah. Ostriches Roar. don't have milk. Alpha. No. It's like, just, that's like saying. He like, just howled into the like, fridge. That's like chinchilla milk. He howled into the a, fridge and chicks ran out. He just, he just started eating baby chicks. It was just like, Alpha. Like if there was ever a dude I thought was a werewolf, like actually maybe. You wouldn't believe. I, I mean, I, I don't know, Russin, I'm not saying you're small, but you wouldn't believe it. I roll with Russin, and he is strong. I believe it. Well, you've seen his transformation. The dude looks like No, he was strong when I rolled with him two years ago, and he's a lot bigger now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, definitely way more muscle than I. He was really strong then. He was, I think he was a state champion wrestler I know in New played, York. I know he played rugby. And he had a, they had a killer rugby team. What he said? He had a killer rugby team. Well, yeah, New York's really solid. They got a good team out there. Depending Sim- on who you Simon's real strong too. I've seen Simon and Greg bench 315, Brody, strong as hell. Ryan Ohm, strong as hell. He was the one that told me form doesn't matter. Got got everyone to yell at me for my form. But I got 255. I've been I've been the last four weeks time under tension and haven't touched, haven't really gone over 225. I ripped out 255 five reps. And I want to say like my form was deeper. At least it felt like it. But I start with incline now. You should. I start with the incline. And I've been doing, I'll do like one set warm up, 10 second pauses. And I don't want to touch my chest. It's just right over my chest, hovering, which is try it out with 135. I've done it. So 10 second pauses, and I'll do five, six reps to warm up. Then I go to 225, five, six reps of that. And then I'll do like two or three more sets of like 10 reps, but try to hold for 10 seconds at 135. It's a lot of pain. Yeah. You know what Sometimes, I mean? like people like might the, be the lo- longer holds that you do, like aren't that great because like your your like uh, auxiliary, like your your secondary muscles start to fatigue out and kind of take over. Isn't that good to work out your secondary muscles? I mean, not if you're trying to work your primary muscle. I was just thinking, like, like like two what seconds would be the is strongest honestly, human like, in two, the world. Three seconds, probably the one that's gone through the most resistance. And what's harder? than like some combat war veteran killer that just has to do things twice as hard as everybody else. It was like, if everyone's doing five seconds, I should do 10. Because if I go to war, I'm the one that can do 10 seconds while you do five. With whatever that would apply to. Son? Sometimes less is more. No, not war. You see, the more <laughs> the, the more usually wins in war. Uh, but yeah, so that that's how you would understand war. Well, but okay. but uh, I want to know where shit's gonna be. You know what It'll I mean? It'll be like, interesting. I'm glad I brought my. Uh, I, I you know I, I kind of lost all my guns in that boating accident, and they. I don't know what boating accident. I had a boating accident, lost all my guns. In the boating, I sank to the bottom of the lake. I don't know where they went. What? But I got these really cool lookalikes that I managed to bring with me. Oh. Yeah. That's dope. I want us to all move to Texas so we can just have, like, cannons. Just, I, want, I would be in this podcast right now. Yeah. Because you can do that. Strapped yeah, up. Yeah, you can. Yeah. They can Texas, open carry now. And you, can just, sure. you basically just get the gun when you're, like, nine. It's like your yeah, fifth you, grade it, graduation it's, it's, present. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like a car, a sweet 16, like you get a car. Like, as soon as you're, like, yeah. double digits, like, 10 years old, like, you just get a gun. They just give you a Colt 40 fucking 5 cannon. Yep. <laughs> Big old wrist rocket. <laughs> snub. Snub nose. Now, the snub nose is less accurate. 
Yeah. Because it's shorter. Some of those weapons are less accurate. Yeah. Like the Celtic that I got. Do you do you have a... I always wanted a, like a sawed-off hand held, like how the bikers would have... I don't. I don't know if they're. Oh, in the I've seen them in Nebraska. Whip them out. And, yeah, that's, yeah. But it's like they have like the sawed-off version with like the handheld one. Mm-hmm. That looks. That's a. That looks like a sweet ass gun. You just big ass shotgun, bitch. I mean, yeah, that's big ass hand. Th- there's shotgun. really like only one use for them though, and it's like if we're like right here, big ass hand shotgun deer. Like a deer runs up on you. There's very rarely you'll see those YouTube videos where just this big ass buck is oh, just like, like fuck someone up. Just like, like you're just out hunting and the buck starts hunting you, you know. And it's like, those things weigh up to like 500 pounds. Yeah, they can get some big of those big shit. bucks. Elk yeah. too, elk twice is, as big. Have you ever seen elk in person? Yes. Have you really? Yeah, dogs. Dude, that is not like the big, big ass. You, you are not prepared. If that, you've never seen bigger? one in person, you're not prepared. Moose. Moose are bigger. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was actually talking about. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, elk are big, but like he's no, like I'm talking about he's a like moose. elk horse. <laughs> I talk elk elephant. Talking about a moose. Elk elephant. That was yeah. Elk. Uh, no moose. Moose are huge. Dude, it reminds me of. I don't know if you like the Hobbit movies, but they're one they're, of my favorite those, movies. Yeah. So the Hobbit. Lord Remember of the, where the elves are we riding had, those had, giant elk deer things. Oh uh, yeah. The elves are dry, yeah. they like. They what like, was that? That was that like an elk moose. Basically, in yeah, my like, like way cooler elk, everything. Yeah, you know what's crazy is like how are these people like what are they smoking where they sit there and imagine these movies? You know what I mean? Like imagine having to create whole ass movies and dialogues. Having- and do they make those languages up? Every time there's like a new language, like the Star Wars language. Who the fuck came up with the like all like C three PO knows thousands like millions he says of languages and I'm just sitting there like Multiverse. nine years old, like I'm stupid. Imagine being the dude who came up with Inception. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, that's like, whenever I think of, like, a mind bend, like... Or how these actors really get in, like, you feel bad. You know, some of them will lose their minds. Like, like Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah. yeah, dude. And my, my boy, Fontana, Nick, he always would talk about Heath Ledger because he, he had, like, this theory. He carried around his white lighter or something, like, in his pocket. He's like, everybody that carries around a white lighter in their pocket, they die at 27 or something. Did Heath Ledger die at 27 with a white lighter? Or did he just, like, come up with this whole ass thing? kind of an overdose. Right? I thought so, too. But, like, he had a white lighter in his pocket. Did he? I have no idea. Maybe. Was the detail I missed. Yeah, this could be just completely, completely wrong. But, yeah, dude, the, the movies and coming up with that, like, how are they that creative? What if we live in, like, kingdoms again like come to the kingdom like the, i think we'll, I, well as long as like you're a king or a queen or part of the court like yeah. that'd be bitching like life wing and how, like, like how would that break down though would it be from like obviously i feel like it would just revert to goods if the economy completely co- collapsed it would be goods like bartering like what assets yeah. do you have yeah it's a little harder for us you know what i mean like we put so much into the business so it's like we probably wouldn't be the king. Like somebody around here that's got like a lot of land yep. and a big house. Farming. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Metal. That would be like the, and like. It's a gas station owner. You know? Would it be like a hybrid? Like a, like a Mad Max? We wouldn't go to like the Stone Age. Like no. There would be swords. It'd be like, it'd be like a Mad Max. If you could go back and live at any time, where, where would you go and live? I mean, like 
like it's it's the cool answer to be like I want to go back and be a knight. Yeah, until you live till until 30. until you get a fucking like cut putting your armor on and it turns into gangrene and they can't treat it and you die like yeah or like diarrhea kills you because there's no such thing as penicillin or like yeah but see that blows my mind as people died over stomach aches because I've survived so many stomach aches with no medicine yeah well uh, yeah but I mean your body's probably like evolved to adjust to those things you know like, like I'm sure that the com the common cold killed a lot of people before like it kind of just. See, that's another thing is I've survived a lot of colds without much medicine. I know. Uh, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think these people were soft. I think they were way harder. That's actually a fact. Testosterone's like in men for like a couple decades now. That's like, because these fucking vaccines and shit, dude. But it ain't just the vaccines. I like I, all of it. I'm not anti-vax, but like yeah, you are. It's like the foods, conspiracies. It's the, you tell me about them. <laughs> no, dude, all these chemicals and stuff. Every time I watch a Netflix thing, I'm like, like three minutes into like a Netflix like food thing. I'm like, I don't watch any of the food stuff all, on Netflix. I'm like, yo, it's either all garbage or it's all meant to scare you. I'm or going straight like, to the water diet. Yeah, hey yo, water and ice. It's the yep. safest thing. That's what I grew up on, basically. <laughs> that was the cure to everything. Mom, there's no food in the fridge. There's ice. We, no, we wouldn't have ice all the time. But uh, there's water. And the outside hose might be colder than the inside hose because we didn't even have a sink. We drank out of the hose. Yeah, but we had an inside hose. You had a faucet. Yeah, I did have a faucet. No, I'm just kidding. We had a faucet. I just wanted to sound cooler. Yeah, you know, have that come up story. We had a hose in the house. <laughs> was the, we, we had, had a, a rain collector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. I had a bullfrog. <laughs> just licked him when you were thirsty. Yeah, we just licked the frog. <laughs> Hammy Gary. I thirst. Gary. <laughs> I had a tree frog, and I swear its name was Gary or uh, something with a G. Ooh. Yeah, he ate my sister's tree frog. Ooh. Then we put him in a tank together, and mine ate hers. Ooh. What's your favorite favorite car? Probably... RS7 or an R8 or I really like the M8s yeah, the BMW M8s sure. Audi guy I like Audis um, yeah McLarens are dope I really I think a Rolls Royce would be sick Let's see if Kamar's going next saw I talked to a dude today that got the Rolls Royce uh he owned a bunch of dealerships around here passed on through his family and uh cool ass dude Younger dude. I don't know which Rolls Royce he had, but it was all white up at Lifetime. I want like dope. a Wraith. Probably. It probably was. Yeah. Lamborghinis, and I mean, th those are cool. You know, those are cool, but I feel like, I don't know. So. Probably probably one of those higher-end Audis. I like to, as, as we wrap up, I like to extract more of like the nonchalant opinions and personal life and story and expose kind of a new side to to things kind of that mesh to kind of like my my podcast uh you know i don't know how to say it without it saying like cheesy but like kind of like that superhero You're this far along don't yeah, stop now screw it joe rogan dude like between him and and simon you know what i mean those are my my go-to's when it just comes to Probably listening, like who I really, I mean, John Maxwell, I really enjoy listening to all of his material as well for leadership and 
just it's completely changed my life and I was put onto that through Simon but uh between those those three are like go-tos and uh trying to have the, that mesh of the the success that Simon Simon crushes in our industry and just business in general being a multi multi like millionaire you know what I mean like just disgusting money and uh just really great dude you know what I mean mentored all of us and and for me like raised me from nothing you know, to, to something and, uh, you know, trying to have a hybrid version of like the success tips and, and awesome value he brings. And like that Joe Rogan of like raunchy and raw and transparent. We're not holding anything back and nothing to be ashamed of or any, anything to hurt anybody, but share and, and close it off with the success. And, you know, I feel like for you over these last I mean, almost two years now, and you, you're you're probably coming up and close to making a half million dollars. You know what I mean? At the end of this year, if not, especially at the end of next year, yeah. Where you're, you know what I mean? You should expect to make three to five five hundred thousand. You know what I mean? On a on a low end. You know what I mean? We got planned out for you to make a million, yep. and it's your third year into business. But these last two years, would you say like this is really where your life's kind of like taken off for success for you? Oh. Um with, without a doubt. Um, and I, I tell everybody that I talk to about this, every, every recruit, every friend or family, like, I feel like my life started when I started working here, you know, as far as like my eyes were open to what you can accomplish if you just have the right mindset, the right attitude. And I think most importantly, the right people in your corner. I think people underestimate, uh, the power of your companions and the people you spend time around. And then also like getting out of your comfort zone of like moving, you know, yeah. like I lived in Omaha, Nebraska my whole life and it's a small, it's a bubble, you know, and I always would joke about it, but like, it was real. Like even to like the, like the natural disaster aspect of things like Omaha was just like a little, like you wouldn't understand it unless you lived there. It's just a bubble. Like nothing that like when the economy crashed in 08, like it, dude, it is a bubble. Was, everything was fine. No one, like people, like I'm it's sure like there, there were some people. COVID hit and it didn't hit Nebraska. Yeah, it was like it, you know, I, I know some people probably got affected and everything. Yeah, anybody with, with that, that passed but, away, obviously from COVID that, you know, that there's like, only going to be three people that watch our first few episodes. Yeah, and even, and even like, and I was talking about the 08 stuff, but yeah, even the COVID stuff, like it, it just like isn't affected to the same degree as no. everywhere else. And that affects like your, your way of thinking too. I used to tell people like, if I could just make a hundred grand, like hundred grand in Omaha, like. You're, you're living pretty good. Like you're not like you're considered pretty think well off. Well, I mean, I was making a lot more than a hundred grand and I'm, you know, I'm 21 in Lincoln. I make a half million dollars and I used to just sit there in the, in that weird gym and just growing up so poor, I would rarely think about it, but there was probably three or four times out of the 10 months I was there. I mean, I make a half million dollars in 10 months and I'm 20 years old. I'm making like freaking 10 grand a week. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, I'd be at the, what's the green gym that was right across from uh, our house? Any, uh, not any time. Uh, I don't know. It's a Nebraska anytime, gym out there in Lincoln. Anytime. Nice gym. Is it Anytime Fitness? No. Can't be that. Ryan Crawford, they all still work out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, nice gym. Yeah. Yeah, good but gym. I was surprised because there were periods of time during COVID, and, and they were like, yeah, you got to mask up, mask up, mask up. And I was like... Dude, like, you know, people ride fucking horses here. <laughs> what do you mean mask up, dude? I mean, like, Seabiscuit's out front right yeah. now. Like, somebody's working out in spurs and has a dip in, you know what I mean, with, with a fucking, like... I mean, that's not quite, like, Omaha. Like, if you go really far west, Lincoln, yeah. like, or in, like, some areas of Lincoln. I liked Lincoln more than Omaha, too. Yeah. 
No. That's because you didn't live there. No, Lincoln's I, cool. I did live the, in Lincoln. A, you, you didn't live there. You visited for 10 months. You know what 10 months is like in this industry. Ten, yeah, 10 months is like I 10 I was years. there for 10 years. Um, <laughs> it's like a fucking time capsule. Uh, no, Lincoln. I hated Lincoln. I hated Lincoln. Omaha was... Lincoln's where I lost the most money in one day. 50,000. Oh, yeah, the Jack. That jack. 50,000. Yeah, wrap that Driving bitch around, right around a, the yeah, tree. Being a maniac. And uh, it was like, I'm not putting this through the insurance. And yeah, I fixed it. Fifty racks gone. That that was in a second. Just just being stupid. But then we got another jag. But that was dope. So success. Building up to the success. What was what ticked for you? Like what was like your your twenty seven, twenty six? That doesn't matter. I think of like. You know, what? what's his face? Colonel Sanders or Colonel Sanders? <laughs> you know what I mean? Being 80 years old and becoming a billionaire. But, like, what? Like for people that they are like, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people, they undergo way too much stress, especially in between that. People don't understand, like, with inflation and how expensive everything is nowadays, like, you don't just move out in between 16 and 22, like, anymore. Like Yeah, you can't very, just jump. Like, yeah. You have to be... You've got to be very calculate. efficient. Yep. And, like, or you got to really just have money coming from your parents and there's not like people need to understand like you know our our generation especially in the younger ones like don't like there's a lot of like mental health increase you know I've lost people close to me mm-hmm. from from that and I I think of that and I'm like dude a lot of this just links to like people's expectations I'm not saying they should be lowered but they should correspond with the rate of inflation and just different <laughs> economical times well, they and say like 30 is the new 20 yeah now, exactly you know, dude like, so it's like I feel bad these kids jump out of high school and no money and then, you know, get into school with, with, with no money and, and they're promised to make all this money from individuals that are making no money. Like they're just getting by. And, uh, you know, I don't know where the hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of these student loans, you know, go. And then not only do they not realize they're, that they're accruing subsidized loans, which I don't know if you understand how subsidized loans work, but they're subsidized and unsubsidized. And so the unsubsidized loans are the ones that accrue interest, I believe it's immediately. And then the subsidized loans, they start accruing uh, on point of graduation. And just ultimately how the rate of inflation and percentages work when it comes to investing or making purchases is the higher the percentage, either the quicker your money is going to double for your investment for if you're investing and people are like, I want a 20% return on my investment. Well, that money, if you, you go off the financial factor rule 72, well, every 10 years, your money, Triples. or every seven years, yeah. If you're getting a 10% interest rate, every seven years, your money would double. So if you're double, at 20, yeah. you're essentially, yeah, you're going to, well, you're close to tripling. because yeah. So. I think when Simon <laughs> explained it to me, he said triple. Yes. I think. I don't, don't want to yeah. put words in his mouth. but Yeah, no, essentially, yeah, essentially your money. Over, over the course of, if you figure 72 divided by 10, 7.2, so divided by 20, you're probably at like 4.1, whatever. So every four years, your money would double. But the same deal goes like these college interest run rates, even if they're 4%. It's like if you don't have that $200,000 paid off in the next 15, 20 years, you, you're, st- you're still paying on interest. You know what I mean? So now they're talking about paying a half million dollars, finding a job that says, hey, look, we need 18,000 years of experience before we hire yeah. you. 
Like, what the fuck did they just go to school for for $200,000, four years of their life? Well, I think the really thing that really makes me very passionate is I'm not trying to persuade people not to do college because we need doctors, we need lawyers, we need teachers. Yes. We need individuals that need to be properly educated through our educational system. Absolutely. But I think it's the, the other uh, avenues and in industries. It's like, who are you getting your advice from? Like, get your advice from a doctor if you want to become a doctor. But, like, why are you getting your advice from a professor if you want to become a business owner? Yep. Yep. I or you're agree. interested in getting into like financial sales or certain like I mean, unless there's classes required to the best of my knowledge though, even with financial advisor buddies, it's all like series sevens and six sixty threes, this, that, and the other. And it's like with us, it's just a life insurance license and we make millions. You know what yep. I mean? Like the top percentage earn income earners here are making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know what I mean? No exaggeration. And so like thinking of this, I'm like, dude, that's what makes me passionate is the fact that it's like if you realized how valuable your time was, you would be a lot more careful in regard to how you allocate it. Well, not yeah, and that, and I think a lot of it is like a lot of these kids, you know, like I said, it's not like we're not saying don't go to college. Oh, dude, they're so pressured by their but, parents but, too. But not only that, they but like they get, they get stuck. You talk about the stress. Like, yeah, it takes a kind of a creative juice to want to be a business owner or yeah. an entrepreneur. And I feel like a but lot we, of individuals get kind of squished into this. From the social you're, washing, you're this supposed world to be does. a box fit into this box, yes. and I mean the world's real. I don't know. I give them either like because I don't want to say like everybody's dumb, but like I give like the world like kind of kudos or something on like really getting everybody to just believe something. You know what I mean? It's like do not cough and have your eyes open. I mean, you could you could even argue like like religion the persuasion. to that extent. I could see that. I mean, what better way to control a massive population? And like, and I, and I, that's another thing yeah. that's changed my life about coming here is I've been rediscovering my faith. Yeah. Thanks to you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. But, to watch. but before, one of my biggest arguments. Yeah. And I, 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 I can, well, I still, I, mean, I still we, give we a little credit. Watch. But like, what better way to control an entire populace than to have a fear of after death of being eternally fucked? Yeah. Or life everlasting? Because every single culture has a version of it. Yeah. And you have to wonder where did it start and why did it start? Because if you're if you're thinking of like ruling and manipulating people, what a better way to coerce a massive group of people than to like th That's what they're doing right now. Through fear. Yeah. Yeah. Find I mean, a way to create fear. It's which is understandable. Absolutely understandable. And then yeah, you add in like how do you control society that's essentially Dude. like brutal and savage? <laughs> well, give it guidelines. Game so of here, Thrones. here's what where the church tries to kill yeah. like the whole Yeah. Dude, like they had so much power. And the thing is, is like, even though it's like a, a fictional show, the, the church was at times, you know what I mean? Like they were, they were like going the down the wrong, yeah, the crusades, like they went down the wrong path and they weren't like honoring God because they were murdering everyone. Well, they murdered them in God's name. <laughs> yes. They were heathens. Yeah. That, so that was, so I can see where people were like, well, dude, see how this was power. Or Any even if you, even if you read back in the Bible, how many massive wars the Bible in the Old Testament that they yeah. talk about that was like they don't believe in God, kill all of them. Yeah, like they they I mean, blasphemed me. They worship the lamb. Not, not sacrifice look, all of them. We're gonna yeah. open up the earth and swallow all of them. But but like that's that's real loyalty though. You know what I mean? So you talk about my man's. You know what I mean? Jesus up there. Yahweh. I would want you guys to kill everybody that doesn't like me. Well, I think a lot of people here probably would do that. Fine. So that's yeah. fine. We agree with that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that. No, I know. I'm saying, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know. 
I know what you're saying. So what I don't know if you have any other tips on success or, you know, what made it click for you is something that you know, I want to kind of drive home was like, what made it click for you? What keeps you going? Like tips, tips you have to wrap us up and kind of go from there. Feel if we want to wrap up. I mean, tips, tips of success, you know, I think it it really just comes like you got to kind of test yourself. You know, you don't know what your limits or capabilities are or what your gifts even are. Yeah. Until you go out there and you just start shooting shots and trying it. Um, And then, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are one doing what you want to do or making the money that you want to make, who like have what you want. Like, don't don't, you know, get advice from. Yeah. You know, the guy who washes your car, not to sound like a dick, but like if you wouldn't trade places with them, like why would you take advice from them? Absolutely. You know, so like surrounding yourself with the people who are emulating a kind of life or like success that you want, but then also people that like genuinely support and believe in you. Cause yeah. like that's huge, you know, um, having like a support system in place. Cause there'll be times you're going to doubt yourself uh, or you don't think this something's for you. Um, or, you know, it just isn't working yet. You know, I forget we, I was reading in this, one of our books, Ooh. one of our leadership books, the, uh, all right, calm down. It's a Gregorian monk. Um, <laughs> uh, 21 laws of leadership. They were talking yes. about the guy, he was in the army and he was pushing for, uh, airplanes to be used in war. You remember okay. reading that? Yep. And he, they were talking about, you have to be like extremely passionate in order to be incredibly successful. And he tried for like eight or nine years. Yes. To get them to, and he court-martialed himself, basically, trying to, uh, like, you need to use airplanes. Yeah. He got court-martialed. He wouldn't leave it alone. Well, they re- later released him after World War II, and they gave him a Medal of Honor, and they were like, yeah, you were right. Planes work. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, just just not giving up necessarily because you're not getting those results. Persistency. One um, of the biggest success traits. People that are just relentless, like Goggins. Yep. Killers, Michael Jordan, Kobe resilience, Bryant. resilience, yes. uh, fortitude, just being able to like weather and endure things like most, most hard and like adversity and what things got in life. you going though? Like what got you to be like, this is it. I'm really going to zone in and lock in and just balls to the wall. Just, just try well, to get first, my life to take off. It was, it was too good to be true. Uh, and then I saw these young, like Rob Jackson, you know, um, one of our, 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 yeah. our top leader, um, you know, and partner, and he was 20 and he was over, oh, I'm seeing him just, you know, mumble rap to these people and he's making, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10 K a week. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Like, remember when he made like almost 40 grand that one week? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, they give us so much money. It's insane. It's, yeah. It's like printing money. But anyway, I saw like, if he can do it, yeah, I can do it. Do and it. as soon as like, I made 10 grand my first two weeks. Essentially, I had one week of training and then I started selling in those two weeks. I made 10 grand. I made money really quick. Um, And that's when I was like, okay, like I can do this and I can do this really well. And I think I can do this really, I can do this really well. And that's what got me excited. You got confident quick, but with no ego. That's something we run into in this business is people get really confident, but very egotistically. Success is your worst teacher, man. And that's something like I've had to check myself on because... You, when you're good at something, you think that you can just always be good yeah. at it. And what you don't realize is that like, it's always, the game is always developing yeah, and growing and changing and you've got to adapt and you got to keep <laughs> growing. Otherwise you get left behind. Yeah. Um, you never, you know, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I should probably get out. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, so 
making a lot of money. It clicked. You're like, dude, I can do this. And now, you know what I mean? Now you've got like, like, uh, kind of like a pace, you know what I mean? That you've developed with, cause entrepreneurship isn't, it's not just like, it's not going to always be sprints. We no. all want to always sprint, but you know what I mean? We can always be running. I completely believe in that, but it's not going to all, like you're going to have spurts of sprints and just like where you're just pushing more, but you're going to have lows. You know what I mean? It's like, walking. essentially. Yeah. But, uh, what is, what's that? Why now? Like you're a few years in where it's like, this is really why I can do this another 20 years. If, if need be, we, we obviously don't need to in our industry, but if need be, like I have a desire to go go forever. What's that for you? Like, what's the ticker now? And this is something I want people to take. It's like you you need a vision because without vision, people perish. And so it's like, where do you see yourself going mentally, physically, spiritually? You know, what I mean? like what is it that's getting like? So, I guess kind of just share with us like what's the engine for you? Like what's like the ah man, this is happening, but I want to keep going. Yeah. So. Um, and, and I, you know, I think a lot of people's whys, they, they originate from a kind of a selfish standpoint initially. Yeah. Um, but then it bleeds into like the other people that you care about. I've always told my mom, like, I want to get her a ranch. I want to yeah. get my sister horses and, um, and I've been able to give back and help them in other ways, but, um, I, I really do. I really want to do that for my mom. But then, um, I would say uh, uh, the biggest why for me is I've always been hated, told what I can and can't do. Um, what my limitations are, you can't do this, you can't do that. So um, ultimately the freedom of kind of doing whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, you can't write 100000 tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> just give me time, man, give me time. <laughs> the, the AK Day thing was a thing was until sick. it wasn't. And yeah. then now I, like one person just needed to do it and then five people I know. You know, within a week. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, um, you know, yeah. So I think for me, it's just like I, I recognize this as a true vehicle of freedom that as you grow as a person, it starts to become less of like what you can do for you. But like being able to share that experience with other people. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like we said before, I'm not like a natural. I, I'm good with people. It doesn't mean I enjoy it necessarily. Yeah. Um, and we kind of touched on that. But um, it's something that's been growing in me as far as like being able to have that kind of impact on other people's lives is so gratifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, even just being a small part of it, you know, like the yeah. person who planted the seed even. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, you know, to, to keep sharing the experience, um, but ultimately um, freedom in every essence of what that means, yeah. whether that's taking my mom somewhere myself taking my dog to like colorado or like asia to go hiking like that's hilarious i could see you guys doing that yeah i would i would take him places mijo yeah that snake too that reticulated yeah hello python that's dope all dope all good content right on with success hit the nail on the head as we wrap up this is connor white ladies and gentlemen uh, anybody you want to shout out or any anything you want to shout out where people can find you or or yeah, Anything um, on your mind you want to share and give back? I mean, just, uh, you know, we're, we're in big seasons of change right now, I think. And I think this is a perfect just time in life. You know, you, they call it the great resignation. People are quitting their jobs everywhere. And if I could just give a word out to anybody, it would be like, now's the time to take a leap and try something. I'm not saying necessarily like you got to come work with us to try something cool. But um, I think now's a, a crazy time to just take a leap of faith and do something you've been passionate about or um, that you've always been curious about. 
Um, and you know, I'm not special. You know, I put my pants on the same way as most people, probably worse than a lot of people. Um, but if, if I can take a leap and do it, um, you know, there's no way that y'all can't, y'all can't do that. So, uh, yeah, just, just don't be afraid to take the leap and you don't know until you, until you know, Facts. you know, so, Facts. uh, but yeah, shout out obviously to you, Tristan, you know, uh, to Simon, you know, you guys kind of started it, opened the doors, paved the way. Rob, Rob Jackson, I'm sure he'll be in here with you at some point. Yeah, he was, um, we already got him. He already got him, yeah. And, you know, he, he's who trained me, kind of showed me the ropes. I mean, you guys have really just changed my life um, in, in so many different ways. But I'm on, I'm on Instagram, Connor the Great White. Uh, it's deactivated right now. I was focused on uh, some ALP this month, but... It's um, annual life premium. Annual life it's premium. It's a reference in regard to our sale, like the, yeah. the measurement of our sales. Yeah, so... Um, but that'll be back up, Connor the Great White. Um, otherwise, I'm on Instagram so or uh, Facebook. So um, give me a follow. We we like to post stuff about what we do here, and uh, I like to think it's fun content. So yeah, it is fun. Cool. All right, peace, guys.